Chicagoans have a big choice to make in the upcoming March primary election, whether to support an increase to a one-time tax when properties over $1 million are sold in order to fund homelessness prevention. Progressive organizers with the support of Mayor Brandon Johnson are facing stiff opposition from real estate groups and commercial property developers, or rather property owners, WBEZ's Mariah Wolfel reports. In a dingy old auto shop turned organizing space on the city's northwest side, a group of volunteers is preparing for a cold, cloudy Sunday afternoon of door knocking. They're practicing their pitch, and organizer Matt Ginsburg-Jakel coaches the volunteers. Focus on the people at the heart of this issue, he says. Um, the other thing is, like, there will be people that will want to, like, talk the specifics of tax policy, but I really feel like the strength of this issue is the addressing homelessness part more than the... You know, so so to the extent that we lead with that, like, hey, I'm from Bing Chicago, home. I don't know about you, but I feel like we need to address homelessness in our community. We have a chance to do that. Have you heard about this initiative? You know, and, and then the volunteers fan out across the city's Westridge neighborhood to spread the word about what they're calling Bring Chicago Home. It aims to increase the one-time real estate transfer tax when properties over $1 million are sold and lower it for properties under that amount. Around 93% of property owners would actually see a tax cut, the city has said. That revenue, an estimated $100 million a year, would go towards affordable housing construction, rental subsidies, and wraparound services for unhoused people. For years, organizers like Electa Bay, who was previously homeless herself, have pushed the Chicago City Council to put this question on the ballot. I'm saying, listen, this is for all of us. Homelessness is not something we want. You see it outside yourself, outside in the street. We need to bring Chicago home. This will not hurt your pockets. This is only going to improve Chicago. There's an estimated 68,440 unhoused people in Chicago, a city that does not have a dedicated revenue stream for homelessness prevention. But there is opposition to this tax change from the real estate industry, which says this isn't the right approach to fixing the issue because it will deter businesses from coming to Chicago and trickle down to renters. On a Zoom call last week organized by the Neighborhood Building Owners Alliance of Chicago, more than 70 people gathered to talk opposition strategy. Greg Gold Goldner leads Chicago Forward, a nonprofit raising money to oppose the tax. We know that if Free Chicago Home is, is able to craft this as um, a give back, uh, you know, unicorns and, and rainbows, then we're going to lose. Uh, we are starting so late, we're not trying to replicate it. We can't. But we do have the resources and the coalition that we're building is to communicate to voters why this is going to have a negative impact on Chicago and all neighborhoods of Chicago. Opponents, like organizers, are also trying to get voters to think of people other than themselves, small businesses. Here's Jeff Baker, the CEO of Illinois Realtors, which has raised hundreds of thousands of dollars to campaign against the measure. Walk outside your house, walk up and down the street, and identify the first five small businesses that you can. The dry cleaner, the convenience store, the local restaurant, whatever it is. This is on the entire community. So this is going to affect everybody. The group also contends that the proposal will hurt renters because the cost of the new tax will trickle down. That's despite a University of Chicago analysis that showed the impact on rent would be minimal, an average increase of less than a dollar for a $1,000 per month apartment. Professor Christopher Barry, who worked on the analysis, says at the end of the day, voters will need to weigh competing crises. What you've got is a proposal that may help on one crisis, may hurt the other, we don't know exactly the magnitudes on either one, and voters are being asked to make a trade-off between the two of them. It's really hard. 
The last time Chicagoans voted on tax policy, it was a 2020 statewide ballot for a graduated income tax. It failed statewide, but won by 70 percent in the city. That's one indication Chicagoans are supportive of progressive taxation like this and that opponents have their work cut out for them. Mariah Wolfel, WBEZ News. This is WBEZ.